Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Time Pals podcast. I'm Brett Sportman Baker here, sitting with Mikey underscore and Shadow Spartan Dom. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing today? How was your holiday, everybody? I was sick. Ooh. So it's sad. You... I was sick too. I have two, three kids. I have no <laughs> idea how many anymore because I can barely see. But it it was a decent holiday. How about you? Uh, I I es- I escaped by the the skin of my teeth without getting COVID because uh, my uh, my brother and my sister in law put on a big Christmas Eve thing every year. They they had COVID and then they took uh, that packed COVID that has a sixty percent chance of bringing it back or something. Oh, uh, or it's not sixty. It's like they say it's thirty, but everyone I know that took Paxlovid. The point of taking Paxlovid is to uh, uh, subdue the uh, uh, effects of COVID. So, like you know, you can get your taste buds back, and you don't have much of, as much of a cold and stuff. But people are finding out that it's more like sixty percent of the people get it again a week later. So I had COVID last year, and I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell. What I got was I got muscle pain that like that felt like somebody kicked me in the back. Like my whole body just froze. Stop. That's nuts. Damn. So so my my uh, sister in law and my brother tested negative uh, on Christmas Eve Eve, and because you know we're badasses that when we don't give a shit about anything, so we went over, you know, the day after, you know, because like COVID, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I like the badasses part of you is I'm willing to expose a lot of people to death. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there was cake, you know? No, but that was badass. Yeah, my, my brother's friend Eric is a professional uh, cake decorator, so he made a nutter butter cake. Oh, nice. Is that sitting in? Is it, we got peanut butter fans in the house? Totally. Oh, yeah, I love those. He made a nutter, a peanut butter buttercream cake. And I was wow. like, I like all those words together. Exactly. Dang. Yeah, I, I will get COVID for that. <laughs> how was your How was your Christmas break? Uh, I mean, it was good overall, besides being sick. But wife and I uh, made some ham. Yeah, what was it? Um, uh, where she's from, Benuelos, which are like little doughy, cheesy. Um, how do I describe them? Doughy, almost like bread kind of thing with little uh, mozzarella cheese in it. Is it? I don't no, know. No, just a ball. Oh, just like okay. a small ball. Yeah. I thought we really were about simple. to learn a culture today, and like she makes them in the shape <laughs> of her enemies. <laughs> no. And then you eat the head that. first. Oh yeah, no, no. It, right. it's, it's all. I, I don't judge. It's all. It's all about placing no, curses for future generations. No, you, you eat the leg so they can't escape you. Yeah. They can't escape no. your wrath. Where, where's your wife from again? From Colombia. Ooh. Right, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, she knows Sofia Vergara. What? Right, honey? Oh, really? No. No way. <laughs> no, I was just, no way. You bastard. You, I'm kidding. Man, you got... Uh, Honestly, that's how little uh, I know of Columbia and Sofia Vergara where I bought it. I totally bought it just now. I'm like, no way. Everybody knows each other. It's fucking nice. I, that's that's I got, I, Dom, you Dom, you make me really sad. <laughs> It was happy and then not, not, not so much. <laughs> we got to find out a topic for her to come on someday. So one of the things that, and this, she's not Mexican, I understand. I understand they're different places. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, I started like getting into One going. Punch Man. And you know how we're talking about the last, during that Dragon Ball Z episode, I was shocked that it was so popular in like Mexico and Spanish speaking countries. So yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, I wonder what the English dub sounds like. And there's no English dub, but there is a Mexican Spanish one. And it blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Because I love the anime. By the way, One Punch Man, amazing. I'm, I'm you know, so I, I am willing to uh, to uh, give it a rest on the Dragon Ball Z shit if you start getting into other badass animes like One Punch Man. Here's I'm like, thing. that's cool. Yeah. Here's the reason why I like it is, one, you don't – like, see, when you first described it to me as, as being a parody of Dragon Ball Z – I didn't want to watch it because I'm like, well, I don't know enough about it. And if it's a parody, I'm not going to understand the jokes. So when I started it's watching It's not an outright it, parody, though. No, that, and that's what's good. Because guys like yeah. me who don't really know anime, we get the joke that it's about anime. So yeah. if you have this vague idea of like, okay, everybody in anime, like, you know, charges up and blah, 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 blah. And there's, there's always one super powerful guy. 
it it basically takes those tropes as opposed to like I'm gonna make fun of a specific Dragon Ball Z thing, which for me would be torturous because I wouldn't fucking know what they're talking. You know what I mean? Because it's so generic, it's 100% works for me. And I just love I love the setup of there's this big thing, giant monster thing, or super strong dude, and it's just like you spend the whole episode with him just terrorizing everybody and like there's no hope and everything's gone. And just like the title, one punch, job done, go home, you know? <laughs> What's even better for me is, like, they, see, I didn't know any of this shit. So they have that whole hero class thing. So he's yeah. obviously ranked really high in, like, physical stuff, but he's yeah. a shit student, and he's not that bright. So, yeah. like, he's a, 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 what do you call it, a, a rating C, which, for me, is fucking right up my alley. Because, like, so, because, like, I will test high on lots of shit. I'm terrible at school tests. You know what I mean? Like, physical stuff, 100%. But you put me in front of, like, a book, I fall asleep so fast. So seeing him on the screen being like, oh, yeah, I can do all this stuff, but, like, I don't, I can't fucking do math. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's great. It's great. I was never good at reading. Couldn't get me to sit down and read. Yeah, because your mind wanders, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty soon you're, like... Sure, I'm still reading, but I'm already thinking of Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. And then you read like the whole paragraph, and you're like, "What did I just read?" Yeah, exactly. I have to be really fascinated with what I'm reading. You know, I have to be really mm-hmm. into it. And math doesn't really get me going. <laughs> no. See, see, I'm an avid reader, but totally, I'm the worst math student ever met in your life. Well, however, I will say. The only book that I have read is the Dune book. Mein Kampf. Oh, oh, right. After watching the movie, I was like, I want to <laughs> know what happens next. And so How, I'm like, you, you know what? Did you I'm watch the new the movie book. or the old movie? I, I watched the the new one when it came out in theaters. And then just last week, I watched the old one from the <clears throat> 80s. Oh, my God, that one is terrible. Yeah, but Sting, though. I mean, how high was Sting in that movie? Either one. The only thing I know about the old one was they did this whole thing with the fight scene where you're like your armor is like all this segmented stuff. And visually yeah. it looked amazing, but I've never watched the whole movie. I, I wouldn't. It's so... You can see an oiled up muscular sting and like a metal thong bikini. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's just hot. hard to tell. hot. Are they trying to take it serious, but then they have cartoony moments in it? So you just can't tell, like, what were they going for? Or was it like the director had, like, the serious stuff filmed and then the studio was like, oh, we need to lighten this up a little bit. Who directed the first one? I can't remember. David Lynch. Wasn't it Lynch? It was Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of explains it then. That kind of explains it. It's got to be one of his first ones, right? That was in Mm -hmm. the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, that was was before Twin Peaks then, isn't it? I mean, Before Twin Peaks... When was what Return of the Jedi? Because I know he was offered Return of the Jedi. Uh, that 82? 80, no, 83. The first one came out in 77, second one 80, then yeah. the third one was 83. Uh, so when did Dune yeah. come out? 84, I think. Because it was oh, after really? the Star Wars trilogy, then studios were like, hey, science fiction is popular now. Oh, that makes sense. So they yeah, that's, scrambled that's, and were like, hey, what else is out there? And Frank that's, Herbert that's how, Dune uh, was regarded as one of the greatest sci-fi novels yeah let's make a film about that one interesting because like he turned down star wars to make dune yeah and then philip they gave philip k dick that philip k dick basically got rich because of star wars you know because they're like what do you got you write stuff and he's like i got this one do androids dream of electric jeep and it's like great we'll make a movie out of it (laughs) yeah great call it blade runner (laughs) yeah And I don't, I don't think the term Blade Runner is even in uh, Philip K. Dick's uh, book at all. No, what's the, no, that's, no, it's it was not. a ra- random production thing, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't think even, even uh, Ridley Scott came up with it at all. Some, somebody, I forgot who it was. I mean, it's I've cool. I've heard the book. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's a short story. Also, the short story itself isn't very good. Like, the, it was one of the rare moments where the movie just outshone the entire story. Yeah. I think some, someone yeah. said... If you had to summarize it, it was like the writers read like an article about the book and were like, hey, let's make a movie on that. So it's very loosely based on it. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. 
That reminds me of somebody describing the uh, the drink LaCroix, where they were saying, like, it's like you're drinking carbonated water and somebody shouts the name of a fruit from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> wow. Or uh, Mikey, Mike, or it's probably it's like Kevin Smith when they like, how did you how did you get called in for Superman? He's like, I think somebody at Warner Brothers was watching Mallrats and saw Brody and T.S. talking about the kryptonite condom and just went, guy seems to know a lot about Superman. <laughs> Bring him in. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes. I always was horrified that uh, one day they would realize they. They'd be talking to somebody and they realize we gave our Superman script to the clerk's guy. And just trying to imagine him doing a Superman movie. He did. He wrote one. That he wrote it. Yeah, he actually it. talked he about it. it in his uh, in his stand-up or his uh, spoken word, whatever you want to call it. Well, and they made a documentary about it. So <laughs> there was a, a – I, I, the only part I'm going to spoil is he talks about how, like, he wanted the scene – based off of King Kong, where these doors open up in the original King Kong, and there's a giant enemy spider. It's all, like, he, uh, know, really big on the screen. Well, he brought Kevin Smith in, and he said, I have three rules if you're going to write this Superman script for me. He says, number one, I don't want to see him in the suit. Number two, I don't want to see him fly. And number three, he has to fight a giant spider in the third act. <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> Well, we'll circle back to three, but let's go back to one and two. <laughs> well, be on the lookout for Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon coming out uh, next year. That was a Star Wars script. That's right. It was originally a Star Wars pitch to Lucasfilm really? by Zack Snyder, um, but I guess uh, they weren't interested because he's <laughs> a much uh, R-rated director, and it, it would have been interesting to see a R-rated Star Wars film from Zack Snyder. They are very sure but this is what we'll get. Star Wars is, you're probably going to recognize a lot of Star Wars shit. Oh, I'm sure. That's why I'm looking forward to it. Being like, oh, my I, name see is, that. I see that. My name is Luke Blymacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see how much on the nose it's going to be. That'll be funny. Okay. So in any, be... any case, so you guys, it's obviously this is kind of our year-end thing. We started off the year doing the uh, Wings of Redemption. Uh, podcast. So you being a big Wings fan, Baker, like anything that you've noticed, and has he is he still around? That kind of thing. Oh yeah, there's there's no stopping him. He's just he just treks on, you know. He just he just soldiers on, um, and and it's the same kind of stuff that you'd expect from him. The the biggest troll thing was that I remember in recent memory was. Uh, that he was he got a job working for DoorDash or Grubhub or one of those things, and the trolls did legitimately ruin his job there. They kept calling in orders and you know and canceling orders and just messing with his stuff. And he did get fired from that job. So and it was like so he get he did get something. He does. I mean, they do mess with him a lot to get him that legitimate kind of like. Well, he does legitimately have a point. People are messing with him, but then he does stuff like uh, he had. The few hundred or a thousand people that do follow him on Twitch, like he, they wanted him to play God of War Ragnarok, and he uh, refused to play it unless they donated like a hundred or two hundred dollars a day for him to play it. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> so it's so funny that he bought it, but then he like held the game ransom. He's like, I'm not gonna play it unless I get. Uh, Unless we make our donation goal every day, and so and so like they, so he'd have all his all these people coming into his Twitch chat like play God of War, play God of War, and he'd be like no, no, I'm not gonna do it until we make our goal for the day. And then when he would make the goal for the day, he'd start playing the game, and he would just tear the game down the whole time. Be like, I don't like this game, I, I don't like games like this. You know, these, I think these games are stupid. So it's like, why why bother? <laughs> Father watch you play it. You're just gonna shit on it the entire time, you know. He's just he's just a shoulder on, you know. He got married to a girl who's got money, and she's got a good paying job, and she puts up with his his shit. So like, he's, and he's just he's gonna keep on doing what he's doing. I don't see him stopping at any point in time, you know. Does he still get the same number of audience, or is it all trolls now? He gets a fair, he gets a number, the same amount of trolls 
but he's got he's got people they're kind of like um they're kind of like smart marks to me <laughs> i'm not trying to insult us mikey but like how they complain about the product the rest of the wwe puts out but they're still every watching. month but we're watching yeah but they're still <laughs> watching every monday so he's got those kind of smart mark fans for the most part and they so i think they're sticking around maybe maybe for the same reason i stuck around for a while to see you want to be the first one to see the train wreck live yeah but it's just it's just never going to happen yeah he's just He's going to keep soldiering on. Nice. I, I follow, I don't follow him. I follow one of his, he's got a, oh, and he has got a few really popular troll channels on YouTube. And uh, they have to pay him to have their channel. So he gets money from the troll channels that make compilations of him. I mean, how much complaining can you really do when the trolls are now? Honestly, you want to talk about an example of failing upwards. That whole, it's kind of a, it's kind of a smoke and mirrors thing with his like, oh, I need to meet the goal this month, or man, I'm gonna. He's always saying like, yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna make the rent this month, blah blah blah. And it's like, bitch, your your wife makes everything. Like, shut up, <laughs> you know. That's so, like, um, yeah, that dude's gonna be around uh, for a while. That's like Boogie Tubes, or what's his name, the other fat guy on YouTube? Oh, Boogie. Yeah, Boogie. Yeah, he's also begging yeah. for money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he got into some trouble with the law, though. You know, he had a troll come to his house threatening to fight him. And he Who is pulled, this? Pulled a gun on him. His name is Boogie372 or something. Isn't that a number thing? I think so, yeah. He's kind of like Wings, but he's older. He's probably about 10 or 15 years older than Wings. He's a big, dumpy guy. Boogie2988? Yes, Boogie2988. I had to Uh, Google it. Holy shit. Yeah. He's like he ate Wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 48 years old? Yeah, and he's the same. I'm sorry. Maybe I should have told you earlier, Mike, (laughs) about Boogie. Uh, No, I never heard of him. It's, he's kind of in the same boat as Wings, but he's not in he's not in as much denial, I don't think, as Wings is. I think he's got some much more intense mental problems than Wings does. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Funny so, YouTube has a has a video, and it's basically Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight deserves his failure. He well, he there's a big he he went to jail, or I don't know if he went to jail or what happened. He had a troll come to his house. I mean, that's not cool at all, but he pulled a gun on him. And oh, then not shit. only that, he pulled the gun on him, and then he shot the gun into the air. So outside his house. So I'm like, yeah, I can't do any of that. So yeah. I mean, anyway. That's yeah, crazy. boogie's boogie's an interesting topic too, but boogie's not a lot of fun. Wings is kind of fun because Wings has a bunch of trolls, but boogie's not as it's just not as you know. You start getting into mental health, and you're like, it's not. It's fun to pick at it, you know. Well, like kind of like you were saying to. too, like Wings is aware enough where he's drawing people into, like the smart mark thing. Yeah, Boogie's nuts. We all we'll have, we may maybe we might have to go down the Boogie road at one point, you know, and yeah. continue on the uh, YouTube uh, episodic thing. <laughs> and we can always come back to it. Yeah, we can. So. Uh, let's, let's move on to Game Life. So, Game Life never had any updates. I, I, the, the only thing I could ever tell you was that allegedly they've all kind of basically split up, and they've all got real jobs. Like, if you start, like, you know, go, like open source uh, searching everybody, um, the only one who really is still around-ish is Andrew, and Andrew... Basically, as far as I can tell, never got back, never like made any more trouble, which is what you would hope. You know what I mean? And yeah, the one so made it out. Crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He was so crazy. His his deal, his way to deal with his rage is to threaten to kill his girlfriend and shoot up a school. Like a week after um, somebody at Virginia Tech shot up a school, so like it's the Ugh. kind of thing. Like you, you would think that he would never grow out of it, but I guess he kind of did. So the downside is Game Life never really had like anything that in terms of like uh, any real updates. Like even the uh, the female gamer for Game Life, whose whose name unfortunately escapes me at the moment, even though the, the uh, arguably the most talented one, 
because of all the trolling, never went back into it, which is too bad because she was the only one who could actually put a sentence together. Yeah. It's so funny when you look back at the, at Game Life and, you, and, and we were kind of in the infancy stage of that sort of what would YouTube and streaming and Twitch stuff wasn't, that was still years away. So watching them do that, and you're like, man, what what would it have been if those guys had started on YouTube, you know? Because there is a lot of, you know, there's a lot to be done there, you know? And here's the thing, like, there's always something to be said about being for Melissa, her name is Melissa. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, there's always something to be said about being the first to do something. So, like, if you're, if you're game life, you really, like I said, they had the MTV that was willing to throw money at it before they even knew what the fuck it was. And obviously they become yeah. MTV and it's all like the quote-unquote nerd lifestyle. They kind of treat – they're very negative on it, but they were still giving you guys money to do it. All you have to do is do the exact thing you were already doing, and they couldn't do yeah. that. You know, I mean, they just couldn't handle that, or at least he couldn't handle that. That's interesting. Man, that's it nice. is. It's almost like – and I, you see this phenomenon sometimes where – People, for some reason, they get the success, and it's almost like the success scares them. So they immediately yeah. try to destroy it. I mean, whether it's conscious or not, they immediately try to, try to, try to destroy their own success. Well, we, we've known people like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, Andrew. His name's Andrew. What's his name? The, the main uh, dude. Rosenbaum. Andrew Rosenbaum. He, he had the... Making, he had the, I think he had the, um, the potential to be, uh, a, a, a video game, uh, live streamer, YouTube guy. I'm like, he could have made a career out of it for sure. You know, I think oh, he had easily. His potential, you know? It, it's that so. right combination, and this isn't to make fun of him, but it's that right combination of where he's got just enough, almost like mental health illness, where he's never going to be embarrassed. He's going to spend his entire day focused on the one thing. Again, sounds like a friend. Focus on the one thing and never deviate. So there's, so that, that combination is amazing. Cause how, you know, if you're, if you're never going to be embarrassed by anything and you've only, you could focus on the one thing. In theory, you can put out as much content as you, as you want. And because of the infancy of YouTube and all that stuff, you probably would have still been on top for a while. Like the same way you would look at, a lot of like the old school things like, you know, machine runs and stuff like that were really, if you look back on it, they, their, their high was pretty long, even though their, their shows were getting bad. If if machinima can make a million dollars, game life could make two million. Exactly. Absolutely. What about mini lab? Anything new with mini lab? Mini, it really interesting. Uh, Mini lab is really funny. So, I think, where did we end up on the third? So when we talked about Mini, I think last we were talking about he was trying to get back on YouTube after being canceled, after everybody found out that he was a child, you know, a teenage groomer, you know. That's right, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so he tried to get back on YouTube. Just He kind of tried to sneak back on, you know, and say, like, well, I've been gone for a while, and trying to not talk about it, but people were just calling him out left and right. So uh, he made an apology video. I may have covered this in the episode. So he made an apology video, but he didn't say anything that he did. He said, you look, I heard a lot of, I heard a few people and, you know, I did some stuff I wasn't proud of and I'm going to therapy and everything's fine. Okay, goodbye. And everyone just tore him apart. Like, that's not an apology video, bro. That's not why you're here. So he Made a, he made a second apology video. He made an apology like video to apologize for the apology video? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he was like, look, I'll name the people. And he's like, Sammy and Ash, uh, I said some stuff to you that I shouldn't have said. And, uh, I lost, lost, I lost two friends is what I did. I lost my friends. And I'm like, bro, and he, and he still refused to say it. I'm like, bro, you tried to, sh- you show your dick to 16 year old. Like, just say it, you know? And he's like, yeah, you know. Did, did he even apologize in the video to the 16 year old, or was it more like, I'm sorry for me that I'm sorry that you're offended? No, in the second video, he outright said Sammy and Ash. And there was a, it was a girl named Sammy something I forgot. And, uh, 
and uh, this girl Ashley, and he said, Sam and Ashley, um, I apologize. I, I hurt you a little bit of that. But it's like, you know, it just, it just still didn't sit right. I was like, no, nah, you're trying to save face so that you can keep your YouTube channel going, you know? And it's just like in every corner he lies more, you know? So then, so then people keep giving him shit and he's like, yeah, I didn't really do anything in the downtime. And it was hard to make any content, you know, cause I was so depressed about everything. And they're like, people were like, depressed about anything? You've made 20 videos in this, in the last month, bro. What are you talking about? He finally got, I think, uh, he finally got banned on Twitch. And so he left YouTube again. And so everyone's like, oh, thank God, we got rid of that guy. And then, like, two months later, he shows up again, and he tries, and he's lost a bunch of weight, and he's been working out and stuff, and he tries to do a, like, kind of like a Mr. Beast channel, where it's like, this, today, I'm going to spend an entire day hanging off the side of uh, a mountain, and, uh, let's, and they, and they do, you know, he did, there's like these things they, they have where you can hook yourself to the side of a cliff and it like will hold you there. And so he did that or he, you know, he went out into the desert, just all that, you know, those channels, you know, those YouTube channels. So he tried to do that for it's a while. kind of survivalist thing. Yeah, I get it. Yes. Yeah. And that didn't. The click videos stuff. Like, yes. Very like more than he was doing before. Intensely click baby. And that didn't work out. He didn't get any more followers that way. So <laughs> he went back to doing, creep back into doing his normal shit, you know? Um, and I think the last thing he did, uh, well, the second to last thing, uh, he did was he made this video called, and the title of the video is How Getting Cancelled Was the Best Thing That Had Sort of Ever Happened to Me. And he tried to talk about how it like changed his life and made him go to therapy and it's like free yeah, no and somebody yeah. somebody pointed it out, one of his ex friends pointed out, This didn't happen to you. You did this. Ah. Nothing happened to you. The call is coming yeah. from inside the house. Exactly. And he was like, I did some things. It's like you didn't do things. You committed a felony and you should be in prison, you know? It's a felony, you know? <laughs> so he left again, and then like I told you guys before we started recording, uh, a couple months ago he tried to start a John Krasinski uh, good news channel, and it just didn't get off the ground. I don't think he's uploaded on that for the, like, the last four months. So he's we should be hearing from him pretty soon. him talking about how, like, how he's out of jail and happy? No, it's not even about him. He started a good news channel and it's like, Oh, Mr. Beast just got a hundred million subscribers. Good for, good for Mr. Beast. Uh, and, and he's talking about, and if, I watched one video before we started recording and I got the eerie, uh, sense of jealousy where it was all these reports of, man, I wish I had a hundred million subscribers. And, oh, PewDiePie just did this. Man, I wish I could have done this. You know what I mean? There was this like, why are we covering all these topics? Are these things that you wish? that you could have been up there. It, it, it was really creepy is what it was. So I'm sure he got that feedback. You know? Yeah, so. he just he seemed like the kind of guy that can't let go. Like he's, on one hand, he's like, I shouldn't be judged by my own actions. I'm sorry. But on the other hand, he's not doing the stuff to show you that he actually learned something. Yeah. It's, it's, it sucks because he was he's really entertaining, a really funny dude. Um, I loved all his meme streams, but... Uh, Two of the guys from uh, the Vanoff Gaming Crew, which is where Mini Lad used to play, and they they did they excommunicated him a long time ago. But uh, the dudes that he was friends with the most were the other two Irish uh, YouTubers, Terrorizer and No Glove. Now all they do, all they <laughs> like eighty percent of their content is just clowning on Mini Lad. And uh, they even were like, uh, "Hey, if we if this video gets enough likes." We'll do a mini lad meme stream where we'll have the exact same setup as his popular meme stream with all the same stuff and have all the same people can come in and uh, upload memes to us. It happened. They got enough likes and they did it and they had all the same setup with all the same, like, all the same, <laughs> all the same, like, you know, donate here and, you know, oh, it's so, it so fucking funny. 
and it was it was just one big fuck you, you know. And we everybody was everybody was game for it. Yeah, totally. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Even everyone who was there at the main stage, you know, there's fifty thousand people, and we're all there just to say fuck you to a pedophile. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> I love how it's universal. We will all get together to say fuck you to a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's so make fun of him all the time. It's like okay, every episode. <laughs> Yeah, what came after that? Chris Ark. Oh. Alrighty. So, Mr. Sark. On YouTube, he hasn't really uploaded anything for like a year in terms of like gaming content. But five months ago, he was advertising a Sergeant Sark, like a little toy or something. That's him as a soldier with a flamethrower. Did then, it have the uh, flaming like halo helmet or nothing? Just a World War Two looking soldier with a flamethrower, like a I, cartoon. I see doll. him. I see him occasionally playing games with uh, Bruce Green. He used to, you know, Bruce Green used to be with uh, Machinima and Funhouse, yeah. and uh, he has his own uh, Twitch channel. And I see Sark on there. Yeah, um, a lot actually. Yeah, on Twitch, the Mr. Sark, as he's called. And he's got mm. 200 followers, or 200K followers. And looks like he has, like, a schedule to it. Good for him. Oh, yeah, he's always been a cool dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing controversial about him. What's it called? Uh, Mr. Sloth, I think he's called. Um, he's been following, like, a lot of Halo... Um, I guess community stuff that's been going on. There's the Halo 2, was it, uh, Lasso, All Skulls, on, uh, a Deathless run through Halo 2. <laughs> and there was someone who did eventually, uh, got that title. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the long hair, Critical Moist. He like had like, what, a $10,000 bounty on it. So, yeah, someone claimed that. And then I think someone eventually did do Halo 3, but it was somebody different that did All Skulls On, Hardest Difficulty, mm. and beat the entirety of Halo 3 without dying. And how 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 long ago did that game come out? Halo 3 was 2007? Wow, so it took, it took what, 15 years for someone to do that? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, really. Yeah. Think about it. Crazy. Halo, I could jump back into it. and Who knows, maybe I'll do a retrospective on my YouTube channel. Shameless plug-in. <laughs> Shadow Spartan. YouTube slash Shadow Spartan. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. We are not We are not above shameless plugs here, sir. <laughs> you, you, you do all the shameless plugging you want. Right. You're our guest. <laughs> my next video should be up at the end of the so this Saturday, stay tuned for that, please. Subscribe. YouTube.com. What's your next video on? Uh, I guess I'll spoil it. League of Legends. Oh, I should have guessed that shit. I never yeah. got into that game. Yeah, we've talked about how I never got into that game. Exactly. Neither have I. We've talked a lot about League of Legends, but we've never actually said anything about League of Legends. Well, especially when you watch the video, you'll probably understand why you probably shouldn't. At least don't play it by yourself. Since it's a team yeah. game, 5v5. But if you can play with friends, oh yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. It's free to play, so it doesn't hurt you. Um, and then now we do, and then we have DashCon, right? Oh, yeah. I can't imagine there's been any updates for DashCon. There, yeah. I feel like we covered a lot of it. I know yeah. the people who put on DashCon were trying to start another thing recently, but I can't remember what it was called, but it wasn't going anywhere. I think there was a website online and it's like, it's got a date in 2022. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's something, it is a Tumblr themed thing, but 
but they're I don't I don't think it's selling at all because people are like, oh, it's the same same losers that took our money the first time, you know. I I can't remember. I, it's it is. I know it has a, a a link to something where you can purchase tickets and stuff for 2022. I just can't remember what it's called. But it's pretty amazing that they can those people can get away with taking all that money and just fucking running for it, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I, I don't trust that. As many failed conventions as there's been, we could probably do even more deep dives. Uh, what was the uh, were we, were we talk? I think we were talking about it in the Dashcon episode. What was the the uh, music Please festival on the island? XO. Uh, was that it? Was what it was called? We yeah, called oh the band, like on the island. <laughs> Where they they claimed? Oh no, well, XO. Con was the uh, or the music whatever it was called XO I remember was what it was called was the one where they so we live out the area where they were supposed to have this convention and that's in Alameda and they kept insisting that they had like you know dozens upon dozens of fans and shit like that and everything was being made but because we live out here everybody was like on Facebook was just like no it's still a dirt lot there's nothing there there's no there's, no, there's nobody there there's no chairs you know what I mean there's not even a park. <laughs> It was because the two guys that were trying to put it on were arrested in the past for fraud. Kept insisting that this thing was going. It, it, you know, it, it, it was one of the things where if it ended up, if they ended up getting somehow getting their money, um, you would have seen it as like it would have had a, a the same would have been the same as Fire Festival. There would have been documentaries on this shit. Fire Festival, that's what it yeah. was. That's the island one. Yeah, well, Fire right. Fest was the one where that was the big one, right? Fire Fest was the big one. Mm-hmm. But that's the one, the one where, they, where like, they put the bands on the island where you had to take a boat out to the island, right? Right. Well, that was the mm-hmm. one where they claimed like there was going to be like, so basically it was for the super rich, and it, they, it was going to be like we we have we're flying in top chefs. We've got Blink One Eight Two that for some reason is their big band. It was put on by Ja Rule, who's their other big band. So you're, you're spending thousands of dollars to go see Blink One Eight Two and Ja Rule. <laughs> where is Ja? Right. <laughs> and they're so they get there. There's no all their luggage is inside of these like gigantic containers and stuff. So nobody knows how to get their shit. The actual event itself, half the bands were getting paid, so they didn't go. And then all the uh, exclusive chef stuff, they were getting paid like sandwiches that were like bologna and, and uh, on white bread and cheese and all <laughs> these little like containers and stuff. You gotta watch the documentaries. There's a couple of them, but yeah. Oh man, that's amazing. Excellent trying to bill itself as like 150. Musicians. It was going to be headlined by Ludacris and P.I. with Russell Peters doing a DJ set and Reverend Run from Run DMC. And there's no way, like, it was supposed to be three days, three fucking days. And it, they never had a single, they, didn't, they couldn't bother with the lie of putting up even a stage. Wow. <laughs> uh, where, where was it supposed to be? I thought I heard he was trying to bring back Fire Festival 2 recently. I hope so. I, I remember hearing something like that, too. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, boy, we cannot wait to hear how this Not goes. Alameda. Antioch. Antioch, Contra Costa. Because I kept thinking it was closer than Alameda, but that was the first word. I, that was the first thing that came out of my uh, Antioch. Know, very, we lived very similar. <laughs> very similar places. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> similar breeds of humans. The two guys that were trying to put it on were, were scam artists. So as they were trying to put on this uh, festival, they were out on bail for a rental scam in which they moved into a series of high properties with fake documents and then failed to pay rent. So they were on out on bail for scamming while they were doing the Exo Music Festival scam. Wow. Putting all your eggs in one basket on that one. Jeez Louise, man. Just cutting it razor close, razor thin. Like, what was their plan? Like, if they made a bunch of money on this, like, what was their plan? This has never been written anywhere, but to me, had I had we gone through with the EXO Music Festival uh, podcast, which I never got around to do just because we ended up moving forward, um, in my opinion, because they were doing the whole high-rise scam, they were trying to do the exact same thing with the EXO. So if we got all of your money up front, you know, probably seeing you Ludacris and T.I. and, you know, Russell Peters and doing a DJ set for some fucking reason. They're, they're, yeah. 
there, if we get all the money up front, we can still do the scam because now I've got your money, and then I'm just going to go ahead and bounce. You know what I mean? Like it's it's almost like we don't really have to we we don't have to have the bands come in. We can send letters to bands asking you to come in, saying we'll pay you, but because we don't actually have to pay you, you know what I mean? We're going to do yeah. the exact same, basically rental scam, only on a huge scale. That's that's insane. <laughs> Somebody would think that would work, you know. But you know, Dashcon Dashcon worked too, so you know, somebody got paid on that one. Dashcon had a venue. Like at least they tried to take it, honestly. So I just read this thing. So like so one of the guys told KQED, KQED was the first one to like do an actual expose. And he told the so the one of the guys was named uh, Tony Conscious, who I'm sorry. So Tony Conscious is, is one of the vendors. So they were told all, all elite wrestling. Tony right? Conscious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Tony Conscious was interviewed by KQED, and he was told by the EXO Fest organizers, i.e., these two scumbags, that the show or the uh, event last year netted vendors approximately twelve thousand dollars per booth. The thing is, this would have been their first year, so there was no previous concert, so they're just making up numbers on the spot. It's fun in, in a way, like it's kind of genius. It's kind of ballsy to be like a vendor. They, you know, they're obviously trying to hide up vendors. Like, hey, look, you paid me seven hundred dollars for a booth. You're guaranteed to make twelve thousand dollars. That's what everybody made last year. A Google search by any of those guys will be like, okay, well, who was this there at the show last, no last year? year? And they'll be, no, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't <laughs> the the balls of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like this is done in two thousand and two. This is 2017, 2018. Wow. So Google 100% exists. It's got, got brass balls to get that going. That is crazy. You so the next bad. one is... Yeah, not too much to update except, well, uh, as of right now, it's still live, and they're currently playing Pokemon Black and White version 2, and there's currently 82 people watching, but looks like... About like five or six people are actually inputting commands. So it, it sounds like they're probably democracy? being really successful. Um, I don't see anything about like a democracy meter, but they've got like a whole new like HUD where they have like all six Pokemon like on the left side, like what their stats are, what level they are, what type they are. So I mean, they're going like all out on this. They even have like a Pokemon pinball in the bottom left of the screen. But if you're only if you only got four users, I mean that's I'm sure that it's pretty pretty you know easy to go through the game. You know what I mean? Don't want to know about that fish though. How it took it I what, that's, what that's did I say right. six months or something before it finally well, beat the game. And here's the thing: when I was asking you about it, you were like, because I'm like, okay, well maybe like somebody puts out food that goes to wherever you do it, and you're like, no, no, no dude, it just swims around. And like it just it just hits stuff, and that's the direction <laughs> it goes. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Seriously, go look it on YouTube. The full playthrough is up there. So what do we have? What do we have planned for next year? So next year, I will get around to doing Exo Fest because it is interesting and it's it's got a beginning, middle, and end, which I like. Well, I have been uh, I've been really wanting to talk about uh, the Last of Us series, so I'd like to do an episode on the Last of Us. Um, just how amazing the first game was, the controversy with the second game, and uh, by the time we get to the episode, um, I'd probably be able to work in the uh, new uh, series that was developed for HBO Max, which is coming out in January. So, um, what about you guys? I do um, want to rant about my time as an indie wrestler because oh, beautiful. Because, oh, well, here's I the reason. Here's the reason is so obviously and on Facebook we're part of all these different groups, all these all these um like uh not so much wannabes but smart marks and I'm always reading wrong shit. And it drives me nuts. But because you're kind of it's like being a magician, because you're kind of bound to certain secrets, I don't like posting it and like trying because then you get into an argument with somebody online because it gets stupid. So like for me though, I one hundred percent can talk about all the random weird shit that is the indie wrestling world. That, I was yeah. in that shit for about a year and a half, and like and, and we were talking about it before, but some of those cats that I've been in the ring with became, you know, stars. They're so on like, WWE right now. Yeah, like Shotzi yeah. Blackheart. Wow. And, Thunder uh, Rosa. Manny, Manny Barberino. 
Yeah. Danny Favorino, who's, uh, what is his name, Monsoor now? Uh, who's Thunder in Rosa. many, many is in the best tag team going in WWE right now. Oh, he's in the, the model thing, right? The model, yes, yes. He's and perfect like, for that. Absolutely. And I'm like, hey, there's Manny. We met Manny and seen him wrestle. He was, it was like, yeah. dude, this dude is phenomenal. In the oh, he was too, making you know? 20 bucks. And he's, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's, a, now he's a, got a WWE contract. I was like, these guys need the belt. Yeah. They're they're turning into something really golden, dude. I remember online, like, somebody was trying to rip on, on Manny. They were like, uh... There's this up along the lines of like, oh, you know, he, he wrestled, you know, in California, now he's a jobber. And then one of the guys from East State Pro was just like, I guarantee you, one, you have no idea what he went through to get to that part of his life. And two, yeah. he is now one of the highest paid jobbers you'll ever see. And I guarantee you, he's happy right now. Happy. Yeah. That he gets to be paid a lot of money to travel the world, do the thing he loves. And, I, and he's on up, up, down, down all the time with uh, Xavier Woods and, and hanging out with the boys and stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is it's perfect. He, he, he's got to put his hands and everything in there in WWE. And, you know? it, I, I definitely have a, a lot to say about it. Just to, one, and the other thing, too, is it's a, ra- it's a great mix that we do in that world of seeing the people on their way up, obviously. A lot of guys yeah. on their way down. And then a lot of guys who they are never going to make it. You know they're not going to make it. But because they've been at it for so long, they have that hope, and you hear them talk about it. And it's heartbreaking because, obviously, as somebody who, even when I was doing it, stood kind of away from it and got to kind of watch wow. it out of my own skin. And you know deep down inside, you're like, there's no spot for you. You know what I mean? But you yeah. see them wanting it. I'm like, oh, it's, it's such a weird feeling. Because it's, obviously it's a fake sport, so it's not like they can string together wins like a boxer and maybe get on TV. You will yeah. never see TV. You know what I mean? Just, you'll just never yeah. see. You don't have the look or you're too old or the kind of past. You're not going to get an opportunity like Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Like exactly. All of a sudden it's you're never the, starter of the, quarter, the starting quarterback of the 49ers, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make yeah. it happen. So yeah, a lot of cool shit on that one. Um, I'll have to think about anything after that. Dom, what would you like? Is there anything you'd like to... I'd like to talk, like to cover, dude. Uh, off the top of my head, <clears throat> I was thinking uh, as kind of like a theme for next year. I was probably gonna like do research into uh, every time it's my turn for an episode. I would like I'm gonna like pick a game, like Counter Strike, and look at some like popular or famous like cheating scandals. Like uh, there was a few like esport players that were caught cheating during a tournament and we're banned like right there. Oh, the back band caught a cheater during a tournament. So that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, And then the next episode might do like a halo and do some research into one or two esports players, something like that. That's just off the top of my head. You ever see the one, the videos on people that are cheating during like live streams and stuff? I've seen a few of them. They're pretty hilarious. Some of them are great. Honestly, some of them are great. (laughs) Um, oh man, I disconnected guys, and then it says you have been banned. And it's like one um, of my favorite ones. Uh, not really cheating, but he uh, pretended like he didn't have use of his legs. So he was in a wheelchair, right? The oh, wheelchair shooter. Yeah. And no. He way. left his camera on, and he got up and walked off the screen. And then his <laughs> girlfriend said something like, "Oh shit," or something like that. And then he had to pretend. Mm-hmm. So he throws the camera down, and then he had to tell everybody on a stream that he had fallen down. But you literally see him stand up and walk to the right. So it oh. turns out, like, obviously we're not going to do this, but it turns out that he, like, like five, six years before that moment, was in a car accident, legitimately had to be in a wheelchair, but got the use of his legs back through rehab and blah, blah, blah. And so he had full use of his legs for, like, I don't know, three, four years into his stream. But he had to stay in the wheelchair, obviously, to sell the wheelchair gamer character. Oh. He did try to come back into streaming, and he put, like, a blue filter over him, but it wasn't that hard for people to recognize him and be like, hey, aren't you that wheelchair guy? Yeah, aren't you the liar? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, aren't you the pedo guy, mini leg? Yeah. Yeah, not going to work. No, 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 everybody loves me. You have the wrong guy. Yeah. Let me tell you something about how getting canceled was the best thing to ever happen. Hey, where's everybody going? <laughs> uh, that is a good idea. It would be cool to cover um, 
you know, some of our favorite games as well. That could be a real good, really nice dorky, dorky project. And, and you know what? Because like the uh, mega anime stuff was so popular, yeah. I say that I say that with kind of a wink because like we really only average like forty people. It's like, <laughs> but, I was like, where's he going? Where's he going with this? But I, I wouldn't mind doing something with because you guys obviously know, and I never watch anything. I wouldn't mind doing it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. To yeah. Pick a different show. Something that's popular with you guys, because I guarantee you, I have no fucking idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I've I've actually never watched or never watched enough of uh, Naruto. Oh. Uh, Tom, did yeah. you get into Naruto at all? It was only like, I want to say like two years ago. I got I binged like I think the first four seasons, but then I stopped. Yeah. Is Naruto still going? Is that over yet? I believe they're still doing a few spinoffs. Or they, I, I was know. about to say, they, they did a um, Sasuke spinoff when he was younger, right? Or not Sasuke, uh, Kakashi, the, the head ninja guy, right? Didn't they do like Kakashi when he was a young ninja? I don't know. I don't know about more recently, but just occasionally I see like the main characters as they're older. Kakashi Mike is the badass ninja okay. with like the red eye. Who like he's kind of like the leader, like the head teacher ninja. Oh yeah, he was their yeah their teacher. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know that much. <laughs> yeah, me neither. We could try and just I, here's our limited knowledge. I, I will. I will watch one episode of Naruto. I, honestly, if you Mike, want, I we can live uh, that shit. Yeah, honestly, Mike, I think you would actually get into Naruto. I, I've only seen a couple episodes, but it's uh, it's a lot easier to digest than Dragon Ball is, you know? Uh, here, here's my limited knowledge. I don't even know who Naruto is. I know that everybody, when it was popular, bought those headbands. Little Ooh. metal pieces. Yeah. He's, he's a ninja. He's a ninja in ninja training, you know? Like, that's pretty much all What is a headband, know. though? The headband's, like, what level? Yeah, I think that's what level you are. And he belongs to... Uh, what, the, what's their the the village in the trees? What's the name uh, of their their school? The, they're they're part of the leaf village, but if the leaf the village, but it's called like the village in the leaves or something like that. See, this is yeah. how much I don't know about Naruto. Like, the, the head, but the I, it's cool. Represent what village you come from, right? Yeah, and I don't know if it's like every year or something. All of the tribes, whatever. The only come thing together. I know about yeah, the only thing I know about Naruto is Naruto has. Is like it's the normal anime trope of he's not that good, but he has in him the potential like to be the strongest ninja out of everybody. He has a he has this like it's like a it's called the nine tail fox in him. Yeah, there's something special about him. Yeah, and if he if he, if he ever unleashes the nine tail fox, he could you know just whoop anyone's just ass. Destroy. Okay, hard pass anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll pass too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little shaky. <laughs> no, we'll I figure something out. To, yeah, we'll see. I would be, yeah, I'd be down to check it out. Maybe Gundam. I know there was a some Gundam, Gundam was series dope. that I did watch. There's a ton of them though. There's so many. Gundam was a, was a thing back when I was a teenager too. So they must be old as shit. Oh yeah, it's God. It's been, I'm pretty sure they're still going on, but it's just, there's so many different types of series that I don't know if they're all connected. They're all part of the same universe, just different oh, timelines or something. It's, it's yeah. crazy to try and, I think, try to find out, but that could be something. I want to get into some, yeah, I haven't gotten into any of the newer stuff, like, um, like I've only seen a handful of My Hero Academia, and um, what's the one that it's like the same? What it's got a ridiculous name where it's just like the same word like five times in a row. Hentai, hentai, hentai. <laughs> yeah, lady boobs, 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 boobs. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's called. Uh, it's called like 
ba 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 ba. It's seriously. Oh, bo ba bo ba bo bo bo. Ba 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 ba. Yes, yes. What? Yeah. That was a real guess. I never. I never watched what? it, but I remember years ago hearing that title, and I was like, "What the heck?" And he's oh, what? He has a yellow afro or something, old. and gigantic yeah. whiskers or something. Yeah, but people really got into it, right? <laughs> people were talking. I mean, recently somebody, somebody, uh, a few people I, that I know that like anime were talking about it, re- getting into it recently. So maybe they had new episodes that came out recently. Because somebody was like, "Oh, you like anime? Have you checked out Bo 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 Bo?" And I'm like, "We, I'm like, we honestly, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Live. We should do a live thing. We should honestly we should. do a live episode. <laughs> we should, Watch you know, it'd be a fun, it would be a fun fucking thing to do. We could do a, a reoccurring where we watch the first episode of a bunch of crazy shit. Oh yeah, you there know? you go. We'll first see episode if I get of Bo 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 Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. First episode of Naruto, and then like first episode of like, you know, whatever, you know. Trying but for me to like one anime. Yeah, just like, <laughs> dude, that's even better, even better concept. We just watch <laughs> the first episode, and if we don't like it, we never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> Excuse me, Mister Horse. What are your feelings about that ball? <laughs> Well, Another Ren and Stimpy rip. Yeah, sir, I didn't like it. <laughs> no, for real, um, I'm glad there's a there's a plan. There's a little bit of plan. I'd to try to get to at least ten of these guys um, before I switch everything over to Baker for good. And uh, yeah, and we're almost there. We're almost there. Well, yeah, That's good. I'm not ready. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, great. Um, any last words, Baker? Um, poo poo, shit, pee pee fart. Thank you. Happy New Year. Dom? Um, well, uh, I guess I'll also just mention we should be moving in February, so, uh, if anybody who's listening is, happens to be in Michigan, there's a chance you could actually meet me (laughs) (laughs) come February, so. What what part of Michigan? What part of Michigan are you moving to? I'm probably thinking either Livonia or um, Dearborn, somewhere around that area. It's between Detroit and Ann Arbor. Oh, Dearborn. I I feel like I know somebody from Dearborn. I've heard Dearborn, Michigan before. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like sweet. Let me know. Sweet one guy. I once right. knew a girl who lived on Gordon Street. <laughs> Back when I was a young man. Anybody right. wait until two? No, I know, I know. Can we get a better actor? I know it's a small Yeah, they bring, they bring yeah. in Charlton Edson. I once knew a girl who lived on Gordon Street. Back when I was a young man. <laughs> Not a day passes. I don't think of it. But one perfect day on Gordon Street. <laughs> Like, that's two blocks up, one over. <laughs> <laughs> and I promise to her, I will always sleep. <laughs> Gordon Street. <laughs> and as for me, I have nothing. Dragon Ball Z still sucks. So, yeah, but Naruto might be good. Naruto's gonna suck. Your boingo, 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 whatever the fuck that is. Bo, 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 bo. I don't care. Bo, bo. That's, that's bo.